0: one versus the other. If you haven't heard of us before, um, this is our podcast and my name is Lindsay. My name is Kit. I was literally about to say my name is Kate. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I had to pause and really, really think about it for <laughs> a second. I was like, wait, that's not my name <laughs> in my head. Uh, but I would like you this week to introduce our topic today.
1: Yeah, today's topic is, should kids to get early sex education? Should they, like, what age is a popular age?
0: Did did, Have I ever told you when my mom first introduced the concept of sex to me and to understand what it was? What is the age that time?
1: Four years old. So you know...
0: Uh, like a vague understanding of it, like not a traditional sense of understanding because that four-year-old is not a concept to absorb, mm-hmm. but I remember a moment we were in a green room, right, and it, it was a dark green room, we were in Washington, so maybe it was actually five because we moved to Washington when I was five. And uh, she was upset about uh, something going on in in her personal life, mm-hmm. and and then she starts ranting. I would that's
1: the best way to describe it. About how do uh, you know about a sex education is by ranting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. And she basically said she
0: was like, "Sex is disgusting. Like, how dare any." Uh, like, no man should impose it on you. Like, she went off on a rant, uh, basically, about sex. Like, I still remember it to this day. And when I tell my mom about, like, when I, when I asked my mom, I was like, do you remember this? She was just like, she's like, you must have made it up. <laughs> because I don't think I would ever talk about it. But, like, obviously, she was, like, in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me about how it's important to just, uh, you know, like uh, sex is like important, but you shouldn't be forced to do it in any sense of the way. And she was just ranting about how men only care about that and, you know, going on. And of course, I'm sitting on the ground getting like a rug burn, not understanding a moment of what's going on. Like I still remember my butt being sore. And, uh, yeah, I was five at the time, and she was just pissed as fuck for, for probably a decent reason. And, uh, that is my first introduction of the concept of sex. Like, not legitimately understanding what it Mm -hmm. was, but the concept that it shouldn't be just shared at any moment in time, Mm -hmm. uh, without your choice, obviously. Uh and and my mom is a very strong woman mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, she's a tiny hispanic woman though she <laughs> she said that shit don't matter obviously she doesn't cuss like i do she doesn't have the mouth that i do but yeah that was my first introduction of, for
1: sex education yeah basically yeah i but, thought it was in from school so when in uh when is the time that you're getting the education from school
0: uh so in America, so by the time we had moved back down to California, I think I was like in the 6th grade uh or 5th grade possibly and we were living in Chino going to school in um somewhere in the hills. Mm-hmm. And we got our first introduction of the concept of sex, where it's like where they separate the boys, separate the girls, and they educate each gender based on that of what your reproductive organs were. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a concept. of I, I learned about my reproductive organs and having a period. And I remember my teacher for some reason saying that exercise prevents cramps so every time you have a cramp start doing crunches of some sort Ooh, like abc- oh my God. or she had she, she a
1: bad idea
0: uh, i guess she said that one of her friends would do that and that it would yes. heal her cramps but
1: her friend that's is all, a super woman
0: no what she is is a fucking liar because that shit <laughs> don't work at all um but i don't think i even then had an actual concept of understanding of what sex what was age, uh,
1: what grade were you at the time like when you're actually getting separate like your school separate two groups
0: fifth and sixth grade so uh so fifth grade i think is like 11 mm-hmm. i think 10 11 is the age range mm-hmm. uh and and even then i didn't quite understand what was going on
1: like yeah 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 no yeah yeah you don't have a
0: real concept of understanding sexual acts at that age like no
1: i don't think you need to understand it
0: yeah i I, I was like ew that sounds gross like i don't want to hear this conversation anymore what i want is this conversation to fucking end (laughs) that's what i thought and then everyone goes into recess like uh recess you know like to go play and everyone was talking about it. Like, we were still ooing and aahing when people would get their first kiss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that didn't happen till sixth grade, so you're, like, 11, 12 at the time. And and I remember everyone was obsessed with, like, oh, my God, like, this couple who was dating, which you and I both know it's not real dating, uh, we're going to kiss behind a tree. That's what you're still thinking about at that age, or at least that's what I was like I was like, that's great. Yeah, and I at that time I was like, this is disgusting. Like, why would two people touch mouths? Like, that's yeah. I don't just want to fucking. Gross. I don't want to feel
1: saliva.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want to. And and it was just literally like a like a lip only touching, but the idea of anything else seemed utterly disgusting. Um. You know, because at a young age, obviously, like, you touch your own body to, to see what's going on. But you don't understand what you're doing. And, and yeah, so that's my first introduction. But even then, I didn't understand what it was.
1: You know, my first sex education was... I don't think it's a sex education. It's like they were saying that how baby was born. Like, they tell us, like, a third grade or fourth grade. And then was like, two person, whole hand voila that's what they my said me-
0: two people hold hands
1: <laughs> hold hands <laughs> is that really what they said is that are you serious that, yeah my memory is so vague like so fake that already so i don't really really capture why I even have that conversation But up to begin with i mean when you you're getting you getting your sex education is on your sixth grade right but sixth grade did they tell you the that's how the baby uh created
0: yeah they said sperm to egg
1: oh the male
0: genitalia has to enter the female body and i thought that sounds disgusting i don't want to hear this anymore (laughs) (laughs) i don't want anyone's genitalia near mine this sounds fucking gross uh but you want to hear the it was really really funny the first time my dad had, like, the sex talk with me, you mm-hmm. want to hear yeah. the age, I think I was, like, 22.
1: And what do he try to say?
0: He, I, I bring my first serious partner to my dad's home to meet him, and, and obviously it's Coda, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's my husband now. And, um, or maybe I was 21, or, uh, no, I was 20. I was 20. Mm-hmm. yeah sorry let me correct myself I was 20 and my husband is 21 and basically my dad's like well, well we need we need to have a conversation and I was like oh my god <laughs> like <laughs> this conversation is long gone like, like it's
1: long it's
0: <laughs> I feel so bad for my dad but uh he was like he was like you know like this isn't the point of time, like I understand the heat of the moment, but there's pregnancy and you're still young. And I was like, bro, this conversation is not the right. Like I would get it if he had had this conversation prior, mm-hmm. but he was like, you are not going to ruin this moment for me, Lindsay. I've waited your whole childhood to have this conversation. And I think as I was like, bro, you're, like, a couple years late. Like, you're <laughs> 16 years late. And he was like, he was like, don't ruin this for me. Oh, my <laughs> and God. He, and he starts to have this conversation. And, um... My husband, had, uh, my husband was like, I don't even know what to say. He was like, "Yes, sir. Understood, sir. Of course, sir." It was like, Koda's like, <laughs> super respectful. Like, okay. he still to this day, years later, like seven years later, still refers to my dad as sir.
1: Not calling him by. Any-
0: like he no, he doesn't call him by name. He calls him sir. Oh. I. And, like, uh, people have, uh, my my dad's friends, because obviously we've gone over enough times, uh, speak to Coda, and they're like, well, Lindsay, you got one of the good ones. And I was like, I know, I'm (laughs) such a good picker. But, uh, as a joke, obviously. Mm -hmm. But, uh, no, yeah, he still, to this day, refers to him as sir. Mm. (sighs) Mmm. Yeah, I think it's funny, and I think it's nice. Like, I think my dad really loves it. Like, he loves knowing that, you know, because he has two daughters, so, like, mm-hmm. he likes the idea of someone referring to him as sir, obviously. But, yeah, that's when my dad gave me the sex talk, when I was a little
1: bit too old. Do you know when When? when do I have my sex talk? Yeah, from, from your parents.
0: parents. Well, how old were you?
1: Never, to this day they still haven't had the sex talk with me oh no actually I would, what do they assume no, 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 you're no, 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 like no. a 30 year old virgin <laughs> or something no no no, no, no. I'll be face back actually when I with my first love then my mom had mentioned something like similar as a sex talk like similar I would just say yeah you don't get pregnant that's about it and that was like twenty three.
0: Do you feel like that's normal in Asian households not to have the sex talk with young women or yeah, men? I
1: don't know. It's like for them it's really weird to even bother up to say anything related with sex. Yeah. Like for, no. for other culture maybe easier I guess.
0: Maybe. I know that my my husband got the sex talk in his teen years and when he was younger than that even um, his father decided to do his due diligence, which I think was really good. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, and like educate him about like pregnancy, what type of... Uh, I don't want to insult anyone, but the importance of making sure that when you do get someone pregnant, it's the person you want to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like the mm-hmm. person you choose to be with. Uh, for the rest of your life to have children I with.
1: I think that's like if if every single dad will treat their son like that, there will be less uh, like there will be a, a lot less problem in this I mean, world.
0: <laughs> possibly, but I think I I do think the sex talk is important, but I think the biological understanding of what you do with your body, I think is very important. Mm-hmm. Like learning that concept to me is very important. But I do think at some ages it's too young. What is a appropriate age for you?
1: Like what would you
0: think? I think the introduction should be probably like 11, 12 of understanding. Mm -hmm. And then I think a progression every year is a good idea. Like obviously I'm not a doctor nor am I a mother. Because I understand wanting to protect your child. Uh, But... No, yeah, like, I learned very young, at an early age, Mm -hmm. what it meant to have sex. Mm -hmm. Probably way too young, and I was easily disgusted by the idea Mm -hmm. of sex. Um, and, And I think that that ages you in a way that people don't realize. Not physically, obviously, and I mean, that is a possibility,
1: but... Because, obviously, if you get pregnant young... I would say make a person mature way faster, they outpace what they're supposed to be as they age. Yeah,
0: I think there's a difference between being educated, being naive and ignorant, and just being straight-out stupid. Like, I think that there could there is definitely a balance to be had um, in educating a child because it is the job of a parent to educate...
1: The individual. They will always say that a lot of the time when shit hit the fan, it was like, oh, the school didn't do the job.
0: Mm-mm. No, the parent didn't do the job. The parent. Because a lot of people don't realize that parents job in one form is to do it, be a teacher. To educate from prior experiences. And, and I think that depending on what type of kids you have, Uh, something my mom used to get irritated about me about, but now she says, like, it was probably a very good thing, is I was always very watchful of people, but that can't guarantee that every kid is like that, right? Mm -hmm. My brother and I are both very like that, like, we, we talk to my mother a lot, like, my brother at a young age, uh, feels that he can say everything, to my mom just like I now as I'm older feel the same way with more trust and because my mom is a good listener mm-hmm. she, that that's the great thing but a parent I think it's very important for them to be well rounded instilling knowledge that they have from their own experiences is extremely important but also being able to sit back and listen to a child's perspective and while you don't have to learn, right, because they're, you know, they might have a completely different perspective, um, but I, I, I do think that listening is extremely important uh, while well, it's teaching, and, and it's a job for the parent to teach a child morals and understanding of livelihood. But I mean, that's also not guaranteed because what if they don't have a good understanding of morals and things like that? So I don't know. How old do you think that sex education, when do you think it should start?
1: Ah, it's ambiguous. I would say that for understanding that uh, on the p- uh, protection side, like for example, if people try to touch you or you, you don't feel comfortable, you get to say no, those type of talk, as as early as possible,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: not necessarily involve like the act of sex.
0: There's one thing I don't like doing, and I think that I appreciate that my mom taught me. But at the same time, sometimes she didn't teach me, so I'll, I'll, I'll give some criticism in that aspect. Uh, so. Uh, one side of my family does the kiss side to side. You can assume what you will with that, right? Uh So you kiss side to side, you're very huggy and touchy Uh for very, from a very young age. I didn't care for that. I didn't want to touch people. I didn't want to be near people. I didn't like any of that.
1: Uh
0: Um, but I was forced to do so to this age, um, Where it's like a respect thing. And I'm thinking like I can acknowledge someone without touching someone. Mm -hmm. Which is what I prefer. Like I don't think children should be taught to be forced. That when you see someone who you may not see that often to like kiss them on the cheek or Mm -hmm. kiss them on the lips. Like I don't care for any of that. Mm -hmm. I don't like any of that. Mm -hmm. I don't think I would ever teach my child that it's okay to... To touch someone they don't want to touch, because that automatically teaches children, boy or girl, that that's something automated. I think that you can still respect someone, an elder, without having to be extremely touchy, because everyone has their own perspective on space, even a child. Yep. Um,
1: I don't think that's a wrong thing, actually.
0: Yeah, so that's something I didn't care that I had to do as a child. And that's something that I really appreciate about uh, my one of my cousin's ex-wives. She would all constantly tell her daughter, I don't want you sitting on a man's lap. Oh, how old like, is she, though? She was like four or five. Oh, okay. Like, I don't want you to... She would tell uh, her significant other, uh, my, my cousin's ex-wife, like, I don't want you sitting on a man's lap. I think that it teaches you something that you shouldn't, where you don't understand what's going on in the, man of a, uh, uh, the mind of a man, and you don't understand what's going inside the mind of a child. That child is innocent. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what the other person, whoever they may be, what they're thinking. Yeah. And so I don't want, and she used to say this all the time, she was like, I don't want my
1: daughter just sitting on men's laps. I just don't. I don't care you're their cousin, I don't care you're their father, I yeah. don't care you're their brother, none of that. Just don't do it. I mean, I think that different it's different, it's
0: a little bit different because like what if this is a new person? I would question it. In some instances, I understand where a child wants to lay with their parent who they very much care about and they initiate right because they enjoy the skin of the parent right kind of like uh skin to skin contact but you still don't know what's in the mindset of another person so I understood her perspective I was like I, I was like I got you like I get it um so I understood her perspective while a lot of people did not agree um I was like bro I get you like I'm not gonna touch your kid without her permission like, i mean you teach the kids that for a boundary yeah i teach kids how to say no to a, a boundary
1: it's hard a lot of people didn't like actually let that it was like oh if somebody tells you to eat guess what you shouldn't left over, have leftover. you should eat all of them
0: yeah my parents never forced me mm-hmm. to eat do they have no they?
1: no, no never it.
0: once uh when my mom didn't want me to eat for something, for instance, she would just stop purchasing it. Because she believed that...
1: You, you like the food?
0: Yeah, like, I was only allowed to... I think I've said this before. I was only allowed to eat fast food if I had exercised beforehand. Aww. And And if she thought that I was getting an unhealthy attachment to sweets or, you know, Coca-Cola or something like that, she would stop purchasing it or she would move it too high for me to reach, you know, mm-hmm. because... It's the due diligence of the parent to instill values. Like, to this day, I don't like very sweet things. And um, I think you've even pointed out that the way I eat, mm-hmm. I'll take two bites and then I put it away.
1: Yeah. You like, I
0: have no, no need for excess, gluttony. I think that gluttony is not exactly always the best thing. So, like, for instance, that Hot Cheeto bag mm-hmm. that I opened last night before you left. I had two Hot Cheetos, two,
1: and there's that bag is still there, two. I'm just going to remind our audience how weird she is. Like, <laughs> who opens, wait, wait, who opens a bag of chips, didn't even freaking finish half of the bag or full of the bag. You have two pieces. I had no two, words. I had
0: two, I had two puffs of the Hot Cheetos. No words. And today at work. I had my bag of hot Cheetos. Uh, It was a snack bag, and I was like, "This is way too much." I had to eat it before lunch, and then I I I had to obviously have my lunch, which was a sandwich at work, and then uh, this was like after I I finished the bag because I finally had the energy to finish it. I thought it would be a waste to just leave it, and also. In the office lately there's been some ants So I didn't want the ants to come because of me Or I would have to like take it home and, And that in itself would have been Fucking annoying
1: yeah, I remember you all, and obsession.
0: Oh my god, don't <laughs> you know, even get me started. So
1: before we mentioned, that you mentioned that you bleached the whole floor.
0: I did bleach the whole floor, I can't stand, I, for the most part, am a pacifist, I don't believe in being aggressive towards other people,
1: I don't care for but you, it. But you're aggressive to the bugs?
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't want invaders, and they honestly, they don't. I don't if if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I feel like they pollute my environment. But they, they can are the,
1: actually you're the invader. They
0: can fuck themselves. <laughs> they can straight up go fuck themselves, which they do. <laughs> so, yeah, no, they can die aggressively through bleach. I bleached the fucking stairs. <laughs> I I poured my Clorox and I don't know if that's bleach or not, but I sprayed those fucking stairs. <sighs> And I put, oh, yeah, no, I can't I CD, can't with ants.
1: OCD kicking in again <laughs>
0: <laughs> What yeah I mean like you know, teach their own m- m- my husband when he sees me doing that, he was like, should I leave?" And I'm like, yeah, you should leave. <laughs> like or uh, he was like, okay, I'm going to the gym. I'm like, okay, I'll be done by the time you get back. Yeah. He lets me have my obsession. Good good. <laughs> but I don't know how, do you feel like nowadays like people are teaching sex is
1: being introduced to children too young? You know, that's the part that I don't know what is considered too young. Oh is it good thing or is it a bad thing? What type of like what type of sex talk that we're talking about? What type of sex education just like what we mentioned it?
0: Okay, how about this? Let me let me maybe cut into it a little bit closer. Do you feel that social media is introducing children too young to sex?
1: Not just social media, it's just internet general. Okay, okay, yeah, that's fine. So you think
0: that there's too much of an introduction towards sex? Because, I think I told you this, my other introduction to sex is, I used to watch Special Victims Unit as a kid, like mm. six and seven years old, mm. with my mom. And Battlestar Galactica, which is the best show on this planet. New generation, not first generation. First generation is still good, but you don't even know what that means. Okay. But yeah, no, like people would have like insinuations of sex. And I still to this day cover my eyes. And and when my dad would take me to, like, some type of film, and there was, like, something, you know, heated... going on. Even if it's kissing, like, bro, my eyes are covered. I'm not looking at the screen. This is fucking uncomfortable to this day. That's you. You cover your eyes,
1: or? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like...
0: Oh, look, the ceiling looks so nice tonight. Even if it's 9 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, like, I,
1: I refused. I... So uncomfortable. Oh my god! Actually, for me, it's like if I didn't get caught and I'm watching TV that like have some scene like coming out. Gross. I would just like watch it, but you I some, don't like even a, by myself. My parents is here. We would just like uh you like we pretend.
0: <laughs> oh no 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 no! If I'm with 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 my husband when we're watching the sex scenes, uh, we both just look at each other and we start laughing. Like we straight up start making fun of it like i guess i'm childish
1: that way yeah I, I can see that thank you but i just i still don't feel like let me like, uh, piggyback i still don't think that i understand the scale of what is appropriate proper age to introduce sex like for one side it's a good thing if they understand the concept of it it will get them pregnant and they will have a responsibility. And have to waste the cho- uh, waste the children, the rest of their life. The concept actually ingrained to them to understand the responsibility. The that earliest, comes, the, yeah, yeah. The earliest, the better. But for like for doing the acts or consider anything otherwise, I mm-hmm. don't know the proper age that yeah. is supposed to come in.
0: Okay, so then. Because I know in a lot of uh, Scandinavian countries, mm-hmm. like, parents will allow their children at, or their teenagers, I guess you could say, like, 17, 18, 16, to have their boyfriend over. Do oh. you think that's too young? Yes.
1: If, if they sleepover, one long, like, my kids have to sleep with me that night. Period. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: what is it called? My parents would... Or my mother would not allow, even in my early 20s, oh, for then. a boy to sleep in my room. Uh, even in my 18, 19, they had to sleep in another room or, like, on the couch if they were to sleep Have you introduced
1: over. them together? Like, introduced their person to the parents, though?
0: 100%. Or if it was a guy friend.
1: Oh, yeah. And oh. even
0: if they... Even if the guy fell asleep on the floor and I fell asleep on the bed, I committed a crime.
1: I mean, you as long as I'm you a keep, your, <laughs> keep your keep your room door
0: open. <laughs> I guess that's true. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I, I guess in some ways, like uh, I was raised in a very traditional home, fairly
1: traditional. So, would you? What What age do you think is appropriate?
0: Uh, I think I said so, like for them, for a child to start having sex.
1: No, for them to understand sex education, have the education. I
0: I still think it should start, I think I said earlier, like between 11 and 12. Okay. And then you instill Uh, the understanding over time. Yeah. More and more, because I think there's a responsibility of it all. I think that, I think that... It's such a hard topic. It is
1: embarrassing.
0: Yeah, it is an embarrassing topic because kids don't want to talk about it. And some people want to talk about it way too much. Where I'm just like, bro, like,
1: stop. Yeah, you don't need to tell everybody how you get at ag- when you're in your bedroom.
0: <laughs> I know, bro. I don't want to know. Like, if you think I don't even want to watch the TV scenes that I choose to electively watch... What makes you think I want to hear this conversation?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Like it's fine if it's like giggly girl talk, mm. but and maybe I've I've said my two cents about it and maybe I make referencing jokes to things, but I don't want to hear a play by play like I'm watching a movie because <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't care what you do in your bedroom anymore. I, I don't even think I care I, I cared for it when I was younger. Like, oh, the most amazing sex of your life?
1: Great. Marry the person. Do you think kids should use porn as a form of sex education?
0: Mm, I think that that's a responsibility of the parent to make a child understand that there's a difference between porn and sex with a significant other because those two are not the same thing.
1: Yeah, but you take like they I think to each of their own, they have yeah. to get, get to a certain age.
0: But at the same time, there is a point in time where people look at porn and then they're like this, this is like what this is what <laughs> is this what sex is like? And and there's a really funny joke that Burt Kreischer does where mm-hmm. he tries to do a move that he saw in a porn video to his wife mm-hmm. and, and his wife's like what are you doing like are, are you someone watching us like why are you angling it this way like it's uncomfortable and, and he was like oh they're angling it for the camera <laughs> that's when he realized while he was having sex with his wife and I thought it was the funniest thing because it's the same concept for, for young men and young women. It's like, this is, porn is not the reality of what sex is like. No. It's a depiction and not a literal depiction of what's going on. It's a, it's a form of entertainment for consumption, not the literal act. Yeah. And, and I think that some people take it too far. And they go down a rabbit hole, and unless you're educated on what that rabbit hole is, mm-hmm. you end up a very interesting path with a lot of girls smacking you in the face. Or a lot of men being like, I don't wanna fucking touch you. Both ends of the spectrum. Because you don't understand what it is.
1: And a lot of porn have a lot of sexual violence in into it. I don't know. And Y'all,
0: if that's what you're into, I have no problem with deviance, but If that's your understanding of what sex is and you haven't had sex yet and you attempt to introduce it with someone as ignorant as you, that's a problem because that can easily change to a no, bro. And what if your concept of no means no, no, yes, right? No means no. Exactly. Exactly. Except there's a difference between a girl being like, ah, no, stop it. And then there's like, no, you know, like there is a distinct difference. And and I think tone means everything because there's another please, comedian please,
1: who talks about it. Uh, it is hard, though. Like, I, I would wear you, I'm teaching my kids. If the girls say no, just 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 stop. It doesn't matter they're playing or they're not playing. Not, oh, yeah. No, I feel like, because how can you decipher? How can you end, by the way, in the law of court, that person did say no. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, uh, what, I mean, like,
0: super personal, but that's why I respect my husband a lot. hmm Like, there has been experiences where I'm having, like, a PTSD attack. Mm-hmm. And, and he is very understanding of it. Like, they don't happen at all now. Mm-hmm. But there were some instances where I'm sure it was a horrible experience for him. Mm-hmm. And he was completely understanding of what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And I sincerely, to the day I die, will fully appreciate the pro- type of man he is because of that. Because not a lot of people would react the way that he did. So understanding, so
1: caring. So calm. As soon as they know, people would just flip. It was like you ain't, and then they started cursing. Yeah, mm. but I think that that's the thing about
0: educating mm. someone at a young age, on maybe this ain't about you.
1: Yeah, it's not about you. Like, yeah, don't think it too too hard or
0: personally. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and and to this day. Yeah, consent is super important, but what I really appreciate, uh, not to change the subject too much, uh, a comedian who was describing if two people were in court and, and a woman during the sexual act that was transcribed, mm. and a girl was like, no, no, and then you read it in a in a court hearing, and the person says, no, no, no. And then the the guy being accused of assaulting someone, so it's like that's not how she said it. That wasn't the tone. Uh, I think that would be super. That was super hilarious because it's accurate, right? Yeah, it is. Because he he talks about how like some women wanna you know maintain their dignity. They wanna have sex with you, but they wanna act like you know you need to chase them. And so they like uh That's like right, flirting yeah, yeah yeah, like like a Japanese porn like no, please.
1: Continue. Right? Like <laughs> all Asian porn. not sorry, not Japanese, just Asian porn. Maturity like No,
0: no, I don't There's like a shit ton of
1: hentai out there. What's hentai?
0: Hentai is a cartoon Japanese porn. You know like the tentacle porn?
1: Damn, I have no <laughs>
0: No? My oh, my God. Um, I, you know what story I love that I think is hilarious that you tell me and it makes me die every single time? Is that Chinese
1: webcam woman, uh, oh, the I, octopus. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. This is like, I'll, 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 like, I couldn't believe this girl actually feel enjoyable to actually laugh at it. I feel really Oh, sad. my God. I feel sorry for that octopus that, can
0: you please... Yeah, Please this tell the story. because so it's fucking that's, hilarious. That's
1: the one. Uh, what's that influencer? They do live stream, and for nowadays they want to get the, as much view as possible. And the way they think about to get view is do something ridiculous. And this person <laughs> in particular do something ridiculous is a self alive octopus to her vagina <laughs> <laughs> thank god you guys not kids our she's audience is over 18 is literally an octopusy. like
0: i feel s- like literally the octopus was drowning in her salt water
1: yeah and actually the <laughs> octopus is suffocated and dead <laughs> I feel so bad for the octopus. But how can you laugh? You oh know, you my so god! Because it's so it. ridiculous. I don't want to believe
0: it. Oh. Like there's no possible way. And the idea that the octopus continued to attempt to run away from her genitalia is so amusing to me. And it's just so utterly ridiculous That's and animal abuse. Horrible. I I didn't say it was. I'm not laughing because I think it's legitimately funny. The I, I, I feel like it's a horror movie. Like a horror movie that should have never happened. Like v- VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. There's a... Um, if no one's watched it, it's fine. But VHS tapes is one of the best horror films out there. It's utterly ridiculous. They find this VHS tapes in this haunted house. There's like five different movies of it. And then there's different scenes happening from different, you know, realities. Mm-hmm. Not actual reality, but videotapes from different realities. And this man creates this portal thinking that it's going to change him through time in his basement. But really, it switches him to another reality and he catches it all on VHS tapes. And he goes into an alternate reality of himself. hmm and essentially, he gets eaten by his wife's uh, punani. <laughs> 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 and it reminds me of the same thing, because you watch this woman's uh, private parts mm-hmm. turn into this huge mouth with teeth and eat him alive. Ew. And and that that's when that VHS tapes. And then it goes on to another one. But to, I wa- I remember watching that film when I was not exactly uh, sober. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm talking about alcohol. Like not exactly sober. And and I was I was watching it, I was like, I cannot understand the reality <laughs> of what I'm watching. And to this day I still remember the part of like watching it open up and eat him and I'm like clapping my hands because that's literally what happens is like chomp chomp bro and and I guess they were trying to make a child of some sort
1: ah oh. that's ridiculous <laughs> who created that <laughs> so, I don't know but the the person who
0: created those different scenes in that movie like I want to be inside that person's mind. I want to know what that person was thinking. Like, how they came up with this. Because each scene, every VHS portion is more ridiculous than the last. And it's (laughs) fucking hilarious. Like, you cannot wash it while you have no alcohol in your... Like, you have to have alcohol in your system... To just laugh at the horn I thing. And I was, like, screaming. I was scared. And I was also dying laughing. And I love those kinds of films. Like, just complete escape from reality.
1: So relaxing. That's why I said you have poor taste. (laughs) (laughs) I do have poor... I never said I had good taste. On movie. But, yeah. So, that particular person did what he did to try to get the... Famous... I mean, she is overnight famous. By the way, she is, and she got I banned. Mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like that, like she murdered a living being for no purpose other than the concept of being known in society. And I think that's to be so desperate to be recognized to kill an animal that did nothing to you is ridiculous like I understand killing an animal for sustenance if that's your personal choice bro do it right like it like if you eat chicken you know that's one thing that's a personal choice I'm not going to tell you what to do with your body but to do it for the act of becoming famous I I find no purpose in it it's a senseless discarding of life um, and it's just utterly sad but I laugh because I don't want to believe it. Not because I legitimately think it's funny. But there's so many jokes to be said about it.
1: I mean, a lot of people pay on that. People pay to yeah, watch it? Yeah, of course. Because some of them is set restriction. You have to pay for it before you can go in there. It was on the news that I seen the... I seen the... <laughs> oh oh my God. I was like, I no. Can't you I can't believe.
0: I just don't understand what people are thinking. Like, I guess
1: people maybe... Just curious as well. They were like, "Nah, I'm not gonna believe you actually do it."
0: Oh yeah, no, I don't believe. Like, like I didn't. I never looked the video up, but I looked it up to see if it was true. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'm not touching this shit." Like, there's no, if I watch this, I will vomit. Yeah. At the idea, like I don't care what she puts inside her, right? But it the animal just struggling to live and you completely annihilating it for the consumption of others in pleasure. I'm not down with. I'm not down with that concept.
1: I'm just not. I hope that no none of our audience actually started searching on Google to see this woman (laughs) or or looking looking up for this please don't because it's all, utterly disgusting. It was on the news. That's why I just spotted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was it when you were living in Macau or was it when you no, were... No, it was for a reason. Social media back then wasn't live stream. Oh, that's true. So then you were here in the United States. When I was you heard... in the
1: company with you at that time. That thing was just on the news at the time. Oh my God.
0: I thought it had happened in the past. Like... My uh our coworker and I were literally like in the car screaming. Like we were all screaming when you told the story. <laughs> like and then my coworker and I, because we didn't want to believe it, like we were obviously just making jokes about mm-hmm. it because that's the only way to relieve the stress of the knowledge of what you told us. Because some, for some people, like, humor is a, is a way to release things. And so that's the way I prefer. I'd rather laugh at my pain. Like, when I stubbed my toe, I ripped off my nail. Oh. And, and I remember running around in a circle at, like, 15, 16 years old laughing. And my mom was like, Why? Are you, what is wrong with you? Stop. And I was, I literally said, I was like, no, go fuck yourself. And then I, I got my mouth washed. No. Oh. rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's like, it was super disrespectful. Even if I was extreme, like extremely in pain. But, uh, my mom started laughing at me because I looked, I can't blame her. I looked ridiculous. Just running around with my foot up in the air, just like hopping in the circle in the dining area just screaming and laughing <laughs> i looked i looked like a crazy person so it made my mom laugh too even when i screamed um at her i mean like obviously the people you care about generally see the worst of you
1: yeah like do that's why you're supposed to play them by more kindness instead
0: uh, yeah i think that the people around you that see the worst of you should uh you should treat people should treat their significant others better yeah well
1: what's your thoughts? yeah with our utterly ridiculous conversation about sex education and the one that on social media oh my god it's fucking crazy i i mean I, but i
0: also show you tons of different videos like i forced you to watch before we started recording our podcast like a bunch of shit Um, but, uh, you're right. Uh, please let us know what you think below, or you can obviously tweet at us, um, or any which way. If you disagree with us, please let us know. Um,
1: and don't forget like and subscribe and give us (laughs) some reading.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Uh, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Bye.